Good morning, my friends. How is everybody doing? We are live. Good morning. Welcome to the Ashes to Rubies conversational podcast on life and recovery. Welcome. It is Tuesday. In Canada, it's Thanksgiving. See, no, no, no. That You don't want to do that on a podcast. You don't want to place a day or a time or something that when people are listening later, oh, it might not match up with. So we are magically in a time. A, just a time warp. Yeah, we're in a bubble of so welcome, vacuum. Wherever you are. But it is a, time it it is a long you. weekend. Canadian we long weekend. A, correct. What was your favorite part of the long weekend? We did just have a long weekend. Or your top three moments. Um, that it was long. That it was long. <laughs> That you slept in? Yeah, I had a sleep-in day. Um, my top was seeing my family. Mm-hmm. The family. And then there was a turkey that was smoked. Oh, yeah. That, that uh, your brother did. And then I think that I smoked four chickens. <laughs> and those were my highlights. Your hi- I like how you actually somehow about- managed to create a... The first highlight that wasn't entirely food oriented. Good job. Yeah, you got to throw that in. That, that was well planned. I think you planned. You know that. what we were missing though? What cranberry sauce? No. You know what we were missing is that green Jello carrot salad. No, nobody misses that. No, they have gone out the window. Like no one gone. creates those anymore. It's the old, the old folk that brought those. Uh, there's you, something about. That at a turkey table. Do you remember, though, that we were at an Easter dinner one time at someone's house years back, and that kind of jello salad was served, and everybody loved it. Like, no, everybody it's was lovable. Like, it was the kind that had marshmallows in it, though. Oh, my Not goodness. the kind that had, like, carrots, carrots. and tuna. No, it probably <laughs> carrots and tuna. <laughs> that green jello salad. No, I've always loved them. I remember as a kid going to the, the church potlucks, and there's a table of them. Oh, yeah. Like, people are trying Very really hard. Creative. Remember, we got, a, we got a recipe book, an old recipe book. And, yeah, some of the ingredients in jello should never have made it, but they did. Jello is not a salad. I guess that's where you could start that Jell-O. that conversation is Jello is not a salad. Jello is a dessert at the Chinese buffet <laughs> in squares, and you can make a tower out of it. Oh yes, I that is it. true. Are we ever going to go to a buffet again? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. I highly, I, I doubt it. I don't know. Maybe one day. Well, it was a long weekend. We I did find... a hike. We did a family hike. Now it was at a. Did we? We did a family hike. Yeah, we totally did. I don't remember. Yeah, you spent so many hours walking, and you didn't even complain about it. It was unbelievable. <laughs> we were at an outlet mall. Ah, but yes, it's yes. Still, I, I think... see the difference between that and going on a hike through a nature trail. I think. I don't understand. Technically, that is a hike. And right. I got to buy some workout clothes. I asked you. I got to wear my workout clothes today. But if I invite you to go like walking through a nature trail, there's no way you're going to do that. But you spent four hours at the it outlet mom. mall. It was nighttime by the time we had mm-hmm. evacuated. Like it was dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good family outing. Good times. <laughs> Getting the deals. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I did go on a night a hike. I find the hardest part about the long weekend is the morning of the day that it's no longer the long weekend. It's like this morning, hearing the alarm go off, I had an adverse reaction and I yelled at it because it, we have an alarm that you can talk to. Yeah, you yelled, <laughs> snooze, snooze. And then it doesn't understand you, so you got to say it properly. Ugh. 
So yeah, I find that the hardest, but it's rewarding getting up, mm -hmm. doing your things, getting your, getting your, yeah, getting the morning on. So, so today we're doing it. our spiritual practices. We did our physical practice. I have a tendency on the weekend to be very lenient with my, the, the practices. I, I get out of the pattern. I don't think in an unhealthy way, but I don't do the same pattern as I do in the weekday. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I don't work out on the weekend. That's just me. I, I think that there's some people that work out seven days a week. I'm not that guy. I don't do that. At the best, I do five days a week. <laughs> it's like work. <laughs> it's a work week. You were going to say? I don't know. Okay. Th today is October the 12th. We're moving right along halfway mark almost in October. And this is a meditation, that a contemplative meditation, we would call it, where you take the idea that we're going to read about um, pertaining to recovery, life and recovery from codependency and substance abuse. And we take that throughout the day and have God speak to us about it. So this is a story. Once upon a time, all good stories start like that. Eh? Once upon a time, there is an enormous thumb, enormous thumb belonging to a woman with an alcoholic husband. And three teenage children. That's almost our story. The four of them lived under her thumb. So, of course, they couldn't do much growing up. Often, their spirits writhed under the weight. Every time they tried to get out from under, they do something wrong and the thumb would clamp down on them again. Father managed by keeping him himself flattened out, drunk most of the time. He was so cute about escaping to that bottle, to a bottle that no matter how much mama watched, she couldn't catch him at it until he drank himself into unconsciousness. Everyone thought she was a very nice lady and they were sorry she was having such a hard time with her family. There was really no reason for her to go to a 12 step Al-Anon meeting to solve her problems. Because she always just knew exactly what to do about everything. But she did but she did want to make her husband stop drinking. So she thought she'd try it. She was quite unhappy at first because some of the members were not inclined to pull any punches. She was quite indignant when they tried to show her what she was doing to her family. But to everyone's amazement, the thumb began to shrink and lose weight, and things look brighter. More and more, she realized what she was doing, and be, being a determined character, she applied the program every day, and her problems took care of themselves very nicely. Wow. That's a good story. Any comments? Any comments? Uh... Sometimes the readings are really cheesy and I have a hard time. Mm. Um, so. What's yes. the heart of it? So the heart of it is the controlling fixer wife of the alcoholic mm -hmm. who is. Needs to take care of her own problems mm -hmm. and not worry about everybody else's problems. That sums it up nicely. Yeah, that's, that's, it, it's a story about the addiction cycle and really understanding whose problem, what's, who's what's problem. Mm 
what and is who's when problem? we look at the big book of alcoholics anonymous it says in the text it says all of my problems are of my own making so then I have to go to a solution that will solve my problem. And and I guess in the alcoholic addiction home, there are we're trying to solve everybody else's problems. If you would stop doing this, then I would stop drinking so much. And if you were more like this, then I wouldn't have to drink so much. And then you're saying, if you didn't drink so much, I wouldn't have to control everything. I pay all the bills, take all the kids to... Like, if I didn't have that problem, then my life would be great. But the reality is the problem is inside of us, this irritable, restless, discontent spirit. And we need each other to solve those that inner problem. Mm-hmm. So then the story is the woman actually getting help and, and getting to the solution of God. That's really what this story is talking about. And as the woman in this story finds a relationship with God, what solves all of her problems all the other problems start to take care of themselves because I have to have my own solution, which is God. You're not my God. I'm not your God. But God, with all power, the creator, the father, we are his children, he will solve all of our problems. So we have a spiritual problem that neither one of us can solve, and we need a spiritual solution. May you find him now. It's a great story. I know that some of you are living this story right now. We've lived this story for 15 years of our lives, and now we have 15 years of recovery, and it's still not easy. It's it's still growing um, into our recoveries and applying the solution of God every day so that we can love and tolerate each other. <laughs> so we leave you with that. If you are struggling, please reach out. Know that you're not alone. Know that you can't solve all of your problems with your broken thinking. You can't think your way out of addiction and the cycle of. And I just want you to know that we love you. We care about you. And please reach out. Until tomorrow, keep the peace. Be of good behavior. Have a great day.